Coming to you from Master Yoshi's Island, it's the Kame House Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Goon Collins, and with me always is my faithful sidekick co-host, Sean Pistoki. How you doing, Sean? We're back. Finally. We're, yeah, I know. Seriously, like, technical difficulties, uh, knock on wood, this is like a bajillion times trying, so hopefully this one works out this time. Um, we got a lot coming to you today, because we've been gone forever, and, um... Yeah, so I think we might actually start with, um, do you want to start with our orange preview? Yeah, I think that's what we want to do, right? Yep, because it's amazing, it's a preview, so if people want to stop listening after, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> no, seriously. Um, let's go ahead and just jump right into it. The drill, well, I shouldn't say the drill, cause, but it is a drill. The card we got is called Orange Checkup Drill, and its parenthetical text is when this drill enters play, you get to, uh, enters play during combat, you get to search through your life deck for a styled block or styled shield card and place it into your hand. Uh, The constant is it does plus one power stage of damage, and it has a power effect that at the end of combat you get to rejuvenate two cards. So, or basically just rejuvenate two. So, top two. Uh, yeah, this drill has a lot going for it. Um, it's amazing in Orange Adept, and it is very feasible in the new Orange Mastery that's coming out for when you change levels during combat. Uh, what do you think, Sean? Yeah, just like you said, it's very good with both of the Orange Mastery. It shines very well in Adept because you can have a Mastery Power give yourself a block, which is great. You can enter with aggressive hand. Um, it gives you a plus one modifier to everything, which kind of just adds on to the modifier you get from the depth anyway. And like you said, it gives you a little gives you cushion, but style kind of lacks, right? There's not that much you're like, um, so that power is really nice. And I wonder, you know, it allows some building things you can do where you know, if running that drill, you can kind of maybe play like one of the certain blocks maybe just because you can get it with checkup drill. Yeah. Um, I just like the idea of when it enters play, like, you know, you get to be, you get to essentially be aggressive and get a drill into play, like during combat that gives you a free block. So in my, like, orange Adept Yamcha, I like to be super aggressive, and sometimes I don't even start with a block in my hand, but, and it's, I like to kind of live dangerously with it, but if I have that drill in my deck, I don't really have to fear, like, I can just throw a block and then, or throw an energy, and if it hits when they're playing, like, Brawly or something, uh, I get to search out that drill and get a block immediately, so I can get any block I want, something like refocus that would actually get me an anger and another drill out of my discard pile if there was one. So it's just, or if I need the stages, I can do quick dodge or something like that. So, and put like kind of this fear into my opponent that he knows that now I have a block for whatever he throws. So he's going to play a little differently. He's going to have to kind of bend to my will, so to speak on how he wants to play his attacks. Now he's got to think about that block in my hand. So it's a it's a mental game card too. Like it really messes with somebody's mind. Yeah, like what you brought up, you brought up focus because that's another thing too. Like when you have a copy of this drill, 
you know, like in your discard pile, turn stuff like refocus really good, right? Because you can refocus into it, and then boom, you get a another block. Or like you, you said, adept mastery. Your actual power is really good, and also things like PowerPoint. Or there was that new orange physical that was um, shown with the hit. You get the play drill from your discard pile. So if that's in your discard pile, you know, I don't know. It, it has a lot of value, and it gives you free cards, which you know is always nice in a deck like that. Right. Um... Let's go ahead and uh, I want to move into Goku now uh, in the blue style mastery. So let's let's go ahead and uh, let's go with Goku stack first before we go into the the blue mastery. Um, his level one, all your attacks do plus one life card damage. Uh, Pur of two, and when entering combat, you get to draw a card. That's uh, pretty good to me. What about you? Um, yeah, as, when you see the whole stack, you'll you'll notice that the stack is very heavily based off of the old Cell Saga stack. So you have the when enter combat, draw a card, who doesn't like that? And then the plus one modifier to all your attacks really matter, especially with you know cards like Assisted, assisted Kamehameha. So his modifier is a big deal. Right. Um, so his... Level two is um, is pretty good too. Like it gets to draw the bottom card of your discard pile, and you get to you can discard a card from your hand to use a critical damage effect. And on top of it, you now add a little something to his constant ability. Instead of the plus one life modifier, you also get a plus or minus one life card when you attack. Uh, this is good for things like Unleashed, so you can Unleashed up real quick. Super cheating in my my head, you know, like you can just quickly go up levels, which is really cool, but um, I don't know. It just seems seems a little unfair, like if you get that Luxac hand in the, the first combat, but, I mean, who am I to tell you, like, no, you're the one who helped design this game, so... <laughs> and I, I just play it, so... But yeah, I mean, I mean, like you, you brought up, it's really, really kind of ridiculous with Unleashed, right? If you open up Unleashed on level one and you and you use it, and they don't have like a sphere or something of it, you go to level two, and it's going to be the bottom card of your um, discard pile. And obviously, unless they have a villain, if they're villain, villain sphere, then you'll have a different card. But if it, you know everything works out perfect, it's going to be your bottom card, and then you're going to level two power it back, and then you're play it and go to three, or Actually, if you if your attached card's still there, you can go straight to four, which is kind of gross. Yeah. And like like you said, that modifier is a big deal. Making them minus one is a big deal in this other format against obviously other Goku decks. Um, Vegeta, the new Vegeta, if he's not on level one, and the blue Resolute Mastery, we'll get into. It's a big deal having something that makes their attacks do less, as you are pretty familiar with with like you know things like Orange Hiding Drill, and the format where Garlic Junior was more played. But like, you know, obviously modifying their life card damage is, is a big deal. Right. And then his level three is you get to, you get basically plus two. So you lose the, the minus one on this level, but you get a plus two now to all your modifiers for attacks like life cards. And he does a physical that's AT plus two life cards. So already you're doing just base without any like power levels or anything you're doing plus four just just with his um attack and his 
his plus two modifier, and you get to the chance to draw the top or bottom card of your discard pile, which is really good. It it continues that whole like unleashed combo thing. Uh, you could also get time back into your hand. Like if you attacked me, I can just time and then put time back in my hand. Uh, it, it's kind of a scary thought to be able to just continually loop that. So, um, but you know what, like if you can't figure out a way to get rid of it, like, um, like confrontation or stare down after he does his power, then, uh, yeah, you're kind of going to be stuck in that loop, which I'm not too happy for it because like, there's just only a couple ways you can get out of that really. Uh, what do you think, Sean? Yeah, like you brought up, uh, first of all, the modifier is amazing. The attack gets back a card, and it's modified, so it's plus four at the minimum life cards. But obviously, you know, if there's anything that happens where your base actually is going to add more onto it, it's just free damage. And like you said, there's some, you know, defensive interactions with that. Like you just said, you can play time, and then you can power right after to get it back. Right. Which is something people have to deal with. So... Um, like this, it's powerful of three to go with his powerful one and two, and you know he's had, you know, his other stacks too. Like he's had, you know, the old premiere set level three was actually pretty good. Obviously, this one is it kind of fits in that vein of just like really good. Obviously, this one maybe it's a little better because it just will always usually always net you a card. So, right. Um. Then then his level four is just. I mean, I kind of think three is his sweet spot, but, like, it's his four is a nice, like, utility, like, level where you can just basically reuse a card over and over and over as long as it's a styled attack. So things like Blue Terror, um, Orange Uppercut, anything that's, like, Banish After Use, like uh, Red Heel Kick is just... it. That ability at that level is so good to just basically pull stuff out of the the banish zone and it like um it keeps within that theme of like goku pulling stuff out of the banish zone so but this time it's actual physical like cards that are that you can use as attacks or combat cards so his first one was drills his second one was allies and now we're getting actual like attacks and blocks and things like that yeah for the level four we'll go over it real um in case you guys don't know, but you probably know, it's all your attacks do plus life cards of damage, and all theirs do minus two. And then his actual activate power is basically search any zone for a stop card and put it in your hand. So like you said, it fits with the other theme of the Goku's of getting stuff from the banner zone. So that's, um, that's something, to, um, you know, just, just his theme as a character, as we had him in other sets. And like you said, there's so many possibilities of what you can get back, right? Right. Like, like for example, I have a black Goku deck where I just run one black scout mover and that's like my mini victor condition to some decks because when you're on level four you just keep getting the black scout and you can keep scouting every combat whatever this most relevant threat that they have just like slowly run them out of um victor conditions basically so yeah. very 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 powerful level four and um I forgot to mention that his constant is uh plus two minus two uh life cards mm -hmm. so don't forget about that. So it's just, it's just that his, his levels, um, are really nice and I like them. 
But I think uh, I think it's time we go ahead and uh, get into uh, his counter, which is Vegeta. And I actually have to pull that one up. I know it's uh, all your all your um, in parenthetical text, all your non-styled attacks do plus two life cards of damage and can't be modified by anything else. Uh, he has an energy attack that does one life card, costs one stage, and you get to For banish. Sure. Their discard, yeah, you, you banish one card from their discard, and it does one life card damage, which would be bump three with this with this modifier. But like you said, the the main gimmick is his attacks can only be modified by his modifier. So you, so while you're on level one, you can't use any of the external modifiers that you might get from like a drill mastery or something else. But at the same time, it also kind of protects your stuff from their, you know, like their modifier, like like hiding drill, or if they're like using Goku and they're on like level two or four. While you're at level one, they, they can't really um, make your, your, your life card stuff, or your non-style stuff do less. Yeah, and that's just, um, uh, it's it's so good. Like, I just, like, we'll, we'll talk more about his powers, but, like, I think Vegeta, honestly, personally, has a lot more uh, playability than Goku. Like, Goku's, like, I mean, I'm not saying that Goku's not going to be played or or is a bad stack by any means of the imagination. Like, it's just, I think what Vegeta can do is more manipulative or more manipulative and can kind of control and, um, you know, do things during the game that Goku can't. Like, Goku's powers are pretty straightforward, whereas Vegeta's are, are a little weird, which kind of lends to, like, a different... Uh, direction of how you want to take like a certain deck and I think I was discussing this with my buddy the night before and just his abilities to to change the flow of combat or change the pace of combat are really good um, his level 2 power Vegeta imposing is when you reach this level in parenthetical text uh, during combat your opponent can only attack or pass in his or her next action this combat his uh, constant is all your non-styled attacks deal plus one life card of damage and can't have their damage prevented. And then his he's got an actual power on it, which raises your anger one level and gains you three stages. So I want to start with uh, his parenthetical. We'll go down the card list here. Just the ability to make your opponent... Like, you just reach this level, and then once you get to that level... All your opponent can do is either attack or pass. So they can't use anything gimmicky on you like confrontation, black power up to end combat. They're stuck in doing either attacking or passing against you, which is fantastic in my book. Because if you're going to play a more aggressive deck, you want that. What do you think? Yeah, like you, like you brought up, um, there's also some situations when you level up to level 2, there will be... Um, times where you get another action right after because they might not you know there might be timing where they don't have something like an you know an attack in their hand or whatever right so, but let's attack on like you said the level two is very powerful because it just now you're making all your non-style attacks hit clean while before you know you had the like gallic gun or like sinister choke but now your new the, his new card you know the um was a final flash, right? Right. Or his old destruction blast from the old, you know, things like even like optic blast, energy strike. Now all those cards hit clean now, which is a pretty big deal. Yeah. His power, which might not seem like much, is a big deal. 
because one of the few ways to kind of you know stall or hamper out you know Vegeta's combats is running him out of stages, right? Right. So the fact that you have a basically a, a power that gives you three stages, so you can always launch an attack, which is a pretty big deal, right? You're always going to get off of a, a big hit in right. level two. Right, and then also the other thing that's nice about it too, if you pair it with the orange mastery, that's three anger. You get three anger from not even throwing a card. It's fantastic. Like, I mean, and it just that plays plays well with like some of their. If you're gonna play some of their two anger cards, or since you're Vegeta, you can play stuff like Enrage Bless. That's a two anger card. Right. You know his name, his name attack, the new one, the final flash. Right. Or like point blank volleys are all anger non-style attacks, so that you know just gets buffed with his powers, and they have a good chance of giving you anger chunks to level. So right, so I just think um, that's awesome. Like like you said, also it, it helps you hit uh, clean with your your um, attacks, and then the the anger raising is like. That's to me. That's awesome because it pairs so nicely with the the new orange mastery. Because once you get to level three, he has this parenthetical text. When you reach this level during combat, your opponent may must pass for his or her next action this combat. So essentially, I can start with against you with no attacks and just try and anger up to level three with just my passive anger effects, like my mastery and Vegeta's power. And then once I get there, I go, okay, you got to pass now. I pass two combats over. And then I've, I basically won that combat because I've taken a nothing hand, made you draw three cards and then got advanced my win condition essentially by getting to level three and his, Level 3 is fantastic as well because the constant effect on it is the first time each com- each combat one of your non-style attacks um, cards is stopped, it stays in play to be used a second time this combat. Your non-style attacks deal plus 3 life cards of damage. So essentially you're probably going to throw out a first attack that's not going to be stopped. And if you throw something like Gatlet Gun, it's going to be doing nine life cards, not stopped. And you get to do two crits, essentially. So it's just, uh, it's such a dirty, dirty level three, too. And I, I love it. What do you think about it, Sean? Like you brought up, the parentheses text is actually pretty strong. Like you said, you can use it as a ghetto and combat, where you just level through anger to it. Or I hate to hype it up, like... We've seen how powerful Unleashed is in the current format. It gets even more powerful in Awakening. Because Unleashed with Vegeta on 3 or 4 are basically, you can use it just to end combat, which is kind of ridiculous, right? Right. And, like, it's just, it's like, okay, I start. Okay, like, I got no no blocks in my hand. Like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start, and then I'm going to Unleash. And if you try and Sphere, I'm going to Sphere it back. And I get to level three, and then you're going to pass, and I'm going to pass two, and combat's over. I made you draw three cards. I've advanced, you know, essentially my win condition, because at this point you're going to be trying to get to probably level four, which we'll talk about in a second, to just throw ungodly attacks, which is freaking awesome. So let's just go to that level right now. Hold on. Uh, before you go to level four, just touch up on the modifier quick. You brought the modifier. You give up hitting clean to do 
plus two more life card damage than level two. But like you said, Gap Gun, Assistic Fayamea, and um, Choke. Just... I forgot for a second. Choke. Those three attacks already hit clean, right? And getting a free plus three boost to those ones are really great. Yeah. I mean, this... There's so many good attacks with Vegeta, like, that are just non-styled, that are going to go so nice with him. Uh, so, once you get to his level 4, he just becomes this unstoppable killing machine. He's like a Terminator. He, he just doesn't stop. Like, his parenthetical is the same thing as his level 3. Once you reach this combat, you can you, your opponent has to pass uh, during their next action. So, they have to pass again, so it comes back to that point of, if you're slowly trying to to anger burn out, like, once you go from 3 to 4, you can make them pass again. And then, when you're at this level, his constant is, all your non-styled attacks cannot be stopped and deal plus 3 life cards of damage. So, now you're throwing Gatlet Gun unstoppable for 9. For 9 life cards, unstoppable, 2 crits. It's just... It's disgusting. You're you're destroying, you know, essentially one one sixth of their life deck every time you throw a Gatlet gun. Uh, I have nothing bad to say about this level besides the fact that it doesn't generate an action. Woo. Uh, what do you think, Sean? Uh, like you brought up, it's a level four that can end the game, similar to other level fours. Obviously, it has the same inter parathetical text as a level three so it's like your, your ghetto and combat but one of the stronger interactions is when you use a non-style car to level up into level four because then it gets the boost um it's unstoppable or, right. or sorry is it level four to perform uh it's you're just all your um non-style attacks deal plus three life cards of damage and cannot be stopped Oh yeah, so if you use a, a non-style card to level up into the form, the boost can't be stopped, and then they have to pass because you just reached level four in combat. Right. So, so it's gonna, yeah. So it's gonna hit, and like you said, if you if you hit him with like a a, a Galagun or whatever, that hits clean also, so it can't be stick clean. You have to pass. So you get to launch. You can launch another attack, and if they're still somehow alive, or if it's not, you know, if the attack's not gonna kill them, you can just pass. You know, double pass the the ghetto and combat, and then. Maybe finish him off by having uh, another turn, but still. Like, right. the grossest interaction is, like, the level up with the non-style attack. They have to pass, and then you just get the, you know, if you have a freestyle attack, it's going to hit. It's going to be unstoppable and hit plus for plus three, so. Right, right. and then it, it could be even dirtier, like, um, I'm going to, we'll come back to assisted command mail, but, like, it could be even dirtier if you get into that level with a card, and then they have to pass, and then you final flash, which um, what final flash does is it's an energy attack for three stages. Uh, it can only be stopped by uh, an energy combat card. You get to raise your anger too. Players can only attack or pass in their actions. Sorry, car car coming by, big truck. Uh, so so basically, your opponent can only attack or pass in. Their phases, uh, well, you and your opponent, and basically on hit, uh, you can lower yourself a level to make your opponent discard a random card from their hand. So, 
at level four, you level into it, right? Then you play, they have to pass, and then it comes back to you, you throw Vegeta's final flash, it's going to automatically hit because they can't block at level four, so you're going to drop yourself a level, it's going to do seven months. You get the modifier first, the stoppable first, because the hit effect will be after. Right, so, yeah, I mean, even if you drop down, and you would still get the modifier of of three, because his level... His level three gives him a plus three modifier too. So, but yeah, you well, get the when you final flash on level four, it's unstoppable and plus three, so you know it automatically hits. Right. And then you can level down. Right. Curve, and right. then you reach that level, so they have to pass. And then you could just pass two, or you can you can just uh, keep attacking if you really want to. But like that's kind of like the last card you probably should throw, like. You know, unless there's something going on in the game effect, like, you know, it, it's situational in that sense of, like, how you want to play it. But I would throw it last. Most of the time, you're probably going to throw it last. Lower yourself a well, level. Hmm? But like you said, uh, you brought a final flash. It's just a, a 200 card for him. Obviously, a freestyle attack. So it gets boosted by all his levels. And it's a, technically a hard to blockable. I mean, you can't use an Omni block on it. Right. Um, so... And well, it just has a random hit that might do some work. So, right. And and the other thing too is like, you're going to um, you're going to drop a level. So you're gonna unless you anger up again like beforehand before you drop a level, you're gonna drop a level with two anger. So meaning if you're playing orange, you're probably gonna get two more anger next combat when you activate your mastery power and go back up to level four again. So it's just this. You can keep your opponent kind of in this constant flux of, like, hell of them having to pass. Like, you know, people always complain about um, having to skip with 13. Vegeta's going to be just as bad as 13, um, in my opinion. Like, in the sense of, like, driving people crazy with a, his pass uh, powers and... Also, hmm? It's funny you bring up 13. 13's really good against Vegeta. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, just because it's well. I mean, all your all your power, all your boosts are in, within your constants. So yeah, so yeah. thirteen can can try to turn off Vegeta's powers. They're actually good versus. He's actually really good versus Vegeta. Okay. And then and then let's just jump back real quick to uh, assisted Kamehameha. Uh, energy attack can only be well it can be used by anybody, but like if you're a Saiyan or have Saiyan heritage. It's a unstoppable energy attack that costs two for four life cards. Um, yeah, uh, I heard Sans like Destructo Discs. Is that true, uh, Sean? <laughs> well, I mean, you can see it's obviously very good with both Goku and Vegeta, but it's also good versus with some of the other Sans too. Yeah, like it's a really big boost for Raditz because you can pair him with something like Blue Resolute Mastery, which will. Then and just like anyone with a modifier or can use a modifier, then you, you're hitting that sweet, you know, kind of auto crit, sweet spot. Right. And I don't know. Yeah, people don't like structure this, but here's a sane one for every sane. <laughs> um, should we talk about? Um, let's go ahead and because we kind of skipped over the uh, the masteries. That's uh, that's my bad. So let's go ahead and go back to the uh, blue resolute mastery. And what that does... Oh, do you want, we forgot to talk about... Do you want to talk about Goku's search? First? Oh, yeah. Goku's search. Actually, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you, really good. Yeah, you, you start with it this time. All right. So, 
it's basically an heroic plan, except you can get a Dragon Ball. So it's an event, then two per deck, vanish after use, search your library for a drill, an ally, or a Dragon Ball, and place it into play. So if that was just that alone, that would be pretty good, right? Yeah. But on top of that, MP gains five stages, and then you get to select two any of the cards in your discard pile and rejuvenate them. He brings selective rejuve to styles that don't have that option. Yeah. And it's just it's a great card in a lot of builds. Like if you're like a black Goku build, you can go get your one per Mistral. <laughs> um <laughs> you can get there's so many allies, they're very good as well. It's a it's a solid card and like I said, worst case scenario, give you some stages, maybe you know, launch your assistant Kamehameha. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, pick some Kamehameha's that fell out of your you know, your deck from damaging it to put them back. So Right. But, I mean, like I said, the selective rejuve in styles that don't have access to that is very good. Yeah. I there's there's nothing wrong with that card. It's I told you as soon as I saw it, I was just like, um, yeah, now I got my uh, brothers in training that I've been been wanting. Mm-hmm. Except it's better now. I just have to play or, Goku. <laughs> uh, people who love the like the Kami Kami balls, you get a new um, very big card for the Kami ball deck. So yeah, if, if anyone's like a fan of that deck, you got some, you got a big boost from that. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's pretty pretty lovely. And uh, I hate Goku. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's really good card. I've, there's nothing, the only, the only drawback of it is it's banish after use. Picture? That's it. Oh, I can say the picture. Uh, the, the picture. I like the picture though. It's like, you know, Tao Pai Pai looking in on him. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, it looked like it could have just been like the Tao time card. But yeah, he's just on the monitor, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's. Um, hmm? Yeah, blue resolute mastery. We, yeah. We that. Okay, so what this one is is a constant effect. Uh, your attacks deal plus one life card damage. Yeah, you know, whatever. Pretty bland. It's whatever that start. But that that that's pretty good with the freeze list and a lot of. Oh yeah. Like use just bring away so. Oh yeah. Plus plus for And and now it's um. Essentially, Krillin's turned to he can make from he can make the transition from black to blue now if he really wants to. So, yeah, that's I mean that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean it, it's like on paper like it's not a dazzling effect, but it it goes a long way in the game is what I'm trying to say. It's it's not like a card effect that's going to be like oh my god like you know super wow you or anything like that. But um, the power of the mastery is uh, I think kind of the the meat and potatoes of the mastery here, which is really good. Uh, you can discard a styled card from your hand to draw a card and prevent four stages of damage and four life cards of damage from your opponent's next attack this combat. So with this, you there's so many things you can do. There's blue cards that have a lot of, like, you know, discard and you get an effect from it, like uh, blue neck beam or... Um, uh, what is it? Blue. I'm trying to think of the one where you can banish the card and you get to draw a card. Uh, blue guard. Yeah, blue guard, and also blue there's, fear. There's been some. I, I was gonna say, yeah, that's the biggest deal. Finally, blue fear has a permanent outlet. Like it was already a pretty big card, you know. Right. But it didn't have a good outlet for it. 
detection, you know, that can only filter physical combat or energy combat cards. But now with the new blue resolution mastery, you can pitch a blue fear to get that anger, and then you get, you know, the rest of the effect of the mastery. Right. Um, but to, to go with that mastery, like, obviously with blue protection being on the freeze list, we had to give the blue mastery an outlet, a discard outlet, so it interacts with the you know, old discard cards. So that's why it has one. Since we brought up the Vegeta stack, this is really great if you're going to mix some of the evolution Vegeta stack with his new stack, right? Right. Because the level one interacts positively with the blue resolute power, so that's pretty cool. Right. So a lot of people can configure like evolution one and three and then play the awakening two and four because, you know, those work, the one and three work well with the resolute. Right. Um, the other thing I like about it too is that if you want to get like, um, you can get into it with drills. Like you can dominate up to two and put out like positioning drill. And then when you block an attack, you can put something on top of your deck, then activate blue resolute mastery. Excuse me. You can activate the blue resolute mastery to protect yourself from the next attack. And you get the card that you selected out of your discard pile into your hand. So like you're setting up like, you know, a draw card for something you want to draw, which is fantastic. Um, that yeah. interaction alone will will sway games a lot. I'm glad you brought that up. Like, positioning drill, it's restricted to style, but there's so many goodies to get with that. The two big ones that are not restricted that are going to see a lot of play with Resolute Masters. Blue Blanketing Blast, obviously. Right. That's any card. That's just great with that Mastery. And now that the Saiyan heroes got a are, got a boost in these new MPs and their you know their disc or assistant Kamehameha, heroic assistance is really good with Blue Resolute Master. Right. And then also I was thinking too. There's um, is it? It's from Perfection. I forgot exactly what it's called, but it's a combat card where you reduce three life cards and three stages of damage but you get to draw a card first and you use it in your defender defense phase. So you can set up again with that card to draw another card into your hand and then reduce the damage from the attack, which is like, it's, it's pretty big in blue because with blue, you're already, you've already got a heavy, heavy dose of endurance. So it's like, okay, so maybe you're going to take like, you know, two life cards at the most or three life cards, but like you're preventing the damage and, you know, you're probably going to endure the whatever the rest is, and you get to draw into a card that maybe you want that you set up with positioning drill or something like that. So there's another, like, combo, essentially, you can run in the deck, too. I, I know it's yeah. it's it's like, a bit of... No, just like the... Oh, sorry. Like more old cards interact um, Blue Narrow Escape, obviously, because now you can stack an attack you want and immediately get it from the mastery. Right, and that doesn't have to be styled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a pretty that's, big deal. You you can put some discarded Samias, right? Right. We'll just pick that as like the prime. Yeah. <laughs> the prime target to, to, to draw into. <laughs> right. You know, just like they just get knocked out of your deck, and you're like, well, I'll barrel escape this and draw it. Yeah, I I think blue resolute masteries is going to be one of the the top played masteries, but I also think this next mastery is going to be highly played too which we talked about it, and I'm absolutely drooling right now to talk about it. So, 
Orange Retribution Mastery. I really do feel like this is retribution for um, this mastery, finally. Like, it's just a, a mastery that flows a well along the lines of what Orange is currently trying to do, like, which is which is what I like that Orange does, is, like, keeps its drills consistently and has a consistent way to get out the drills. So, um, Retribution Mastery states that in parenthetical text, at the start of your opponent's first turn, search your life deck for a non-styled, um, or a non-constant drill and place it into play. So, a styled non-constant drill and place it into play. So, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and start with, um... Let's see, you're playing Brawly? Cool. I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, Burning Aura, so I get a free block at the beginning of the game. Cool. Is that alright with you? Yeah. Um, oh, you're playing Heavy Energies? I'm going to start with Orange Steady Drill to block your first energy attack. So, I just... I mean, and that's that's just thinking on the, the bare minimum level of the card, because I don't even know what else there is in the set. Richie has hinted at a raise your anger one drill card that's a power activate effect so uh they have that other one that that got previewed which is the uh just drain one personality three stages in play so you can choose yourself to to drain two like if you're playing a heavy ally deck um yeah it's just i i like it that just that first start of it is awesome um what do you think about that sean just talk about yeah. the first part. Yeah. Yeah, just a parenthetical tech. You can think of it as the tag team version of drills, right? Right. That's basically what it is. And yeah. like you said, the most powerful thing is getting either of the two defense shields, right? Right. That's very good. It's just you have the block. It's always nice. Uh, possession drill is one to think of in some weird, like, anger decks that helps filter out to get those, like, burst anger cards or the two anger cards you want. Right. Um, yeah, there was that one preview that just makes a uh, personality lose three stages of power as sell sell in the picture. That one's pretty good if you're like maybe a stitch focused version with, with retribution mastery. And like you said, Richie hinted at you, there is a, a mastery with the anger power. So if you are focusing on leveling at the very well, a drill with some MP that you can you can figure out. Right. Um it's a constant effect is, whenever your MP changes levels, you may shuffle all drills you control into their owner's life deck. So, like, you just go, once you level up, you're not... It, it's essentially, I want to say this, but it's not really this. It's kind of like a, a watered-down adaptive um, leveling effect, like adaptive mastery leveling effect. But... In certain builds, like, it's just nice to that you're getting, like, a buffer with shuffling your drills back in. Plus, on top of it, if you're playing something like Possession and you don't have another drill in your hand, well, now you got a chance to draw into a drill and discard it and then keep, you know, the card you actually want. So you're, you're filtering out your deck again. And it's just... I don't know. I mean, I, I like it a lot. Anytime, like... Um, you rejuvenate drills now, like, the way I look at it is just, um, with the fact, like, with, um, Adept Mastery, when I level up and rejuve a drill, it's, it's so powerful just to have that safety net of knowing that your drill is back in the deck, and then it's just, it's fantastic. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and let, uh, let you talk about it real quick for a second here. 
and then we'll talk about the actual yeah. power of the the mastery. Like like you brought up, it's similar to adaptive, but not really, right? It protects your drills when you level, but in a different way. Right. Technically, in some situations, like your power drills, you may get a chance to reuse them. Like if you had one of the defense drills out, you know, you stopped an attack, and then you leveled, and it goes back into your deck, and you get it back out, and you know they haven't done their attack. Right. You know, you can reuse your powers, so that's pretty unique to that that you know that's like something adaptive wouldn't be able to do right so i mean like essentially you're just saying like let's set up a scenario that we're playing you attack me with a physical attack i have burning aura drill out i block it then i go to the next level shuffle all my drills out and i know you're a heavy physical attacking deck so i just get burning aura out again and technically since you haven't had a successful attack against me i can reuse the uh the drill again because Drills don't have memory like allies do, so it's fantastic. So yeah, and we we should talk about the power because that's a way you can get back those drills. Right. So the power, um, the next style of attack you perform this combat has its power stages costs reduced to zero. Uh, raise your anger up to two levels. If your MP has changed levels this combat, search your life deck for a style drill and place it into play. Okay, so let's break this down one at a time. So your your next style attack costs you no stages. This allows you to perform those big-ass energy attacks. Uh, I forgot what it was called, the one with Piccolo on it that de- like banishes or destroys two allies on hit. It costs four and, uh, and does six. And it hits clean, too. Huh? Yeah, and it hits clean. That one hits, yeah, yeah. it can't be prevented, which is a big deal. Like, right. Right. Like so... So, uh, and, you know, we don't know what else is coming out, so there might be some higher-cost energy attacks uh, that that cost you, you know, more stages. So now this is a way to bypass this and just throw the attack. It also helps you, like, oh, I can't, like, I'm about to level, like, I can throw this energy attack, like Orange Rage or, you know, um, Orange Eruption, something like that, but I don't have the stages to perform it. Well, because like you're beating me down physically. Well, now I just use this power, get the two anger, and then I can throw my next energy attack and get two more anger uh, and level up, gaining all my stages back essentially and just able to continue from there. So that gives you a huge advantage in that department as well. So you, you're going to at least be able to get off one energy attack and it keeps those. It keeps those physical decks honest, like when they, they're playing less energy blocks, well now they have to play a little more because they don't want to take a big hit. So, uh, yeah, I've, I love that first part of the power. If it just stopped there, uh, well, and after the, you know, shuffle the drills in, like I would have been happy, but the fact that it also gives you up to two anger is nice too. So I thought of some, um... Well, actually, let me let me have you talk about the the zero power stages. Did did you talk about that for a second? Um, no. So, okay. Well, yeah. The, well, just that first part before the anger. It's just it's just a nice bonus, right? You can think of it. It's similar to kind of like level two. So like, you know for sure you can at least get one stop attack in, regardless of you know your stages. So it helps you manage your stage better against the physical decks. Right. And like you said, it may give you options of playing certain attacks that you probably would have never thought about playing like like you said i think that card was 
is it like accumulated blast or something? I'm sorry, I know what attack you mean. But yeah. it costs four. You probably would never normally play it. It's kind of like the current meta, right? Because all the physical and stage pressure decks. Well, I'm never going to have four stages to, to be able to do this. But with the mastery, you can play that as an option. Or just it's just nice with just knowing you can you know your next style attack. You don't have to pay for it basically. Right, and then. Um... The raise your anger up to two levels. Uh, I was also thinking that maybe you guys created something that, like, if you have a certain anger level, it gets you a certain effect with an energy attack, which is why you put you put it in that way, or maybe a certain drill does something. Um, it just got my mind speculating, but I also thought the other night, hey, this actually might be really good with Masenko, huh? Like, Gohan's Masenko. <laughs> because you don't have to level and you can get the max value out of the Mistenkoha now. So, which is, I think, uh, eight or ten life cards when you throw that attack, if it hits. So, because you get X, uh, plus X life cards of damage, X anger. equals two, yeah. yeah, to your anger. So, and yeah. It won't be protective, so you can't set it at five, but yeah, the max you'd be able to do is have anger set at four. Yeah. So. But I mean, like you mentioned, uh, there can be effects like that, but more of it being up to was so if there was a level you wanted to stay at, you have that option. That right. makes sense. You know? Yeah. Like if you're, um, I don't know, if you're just orange build, like, well, I don't want to level because I want to keep, I like the I like the amount of drills I have out, you know, so maybe you're like, oh, I don't want to level. Right. But like that power is so good. Um, specifically the humans, right? The orange humans. Krillin, Tien, Yamcha, right. Mastery is so great with them, right? Because they love the, the two anger gain from the Mastery because it goes with all the two anger gain energy attacks. Right. So. Yeah, like Tien. Tien has easy, natural ways to, to get anger for his level one power. Like, you know, he can go and get either his Tri-Beam, and if it hits, he can use it twice for two anger, or he can prep and get set your your anger down to raise his to then mastery for another two anger and it's just it, it's disgusting so yeah i mean there's just so many things you can do with it and then now like you just get to the last part of it is when after you activate the power when you level up you get to shuffle you know all your drills back into the deck and get another get another drill out and play and that's any drill. It's not just a constant effect style drill. You can get any drill out of your deck, which makes that mastery even better because you can um, just uh, just go and, and do that shit. So, like, you can just go and get a drill. Like, if you want to pour on the damage, like, if you know you're pouring on more damage, you go and get aura drill. You want to you wanna draw another card because you got a drill in your hand, you go get possession drill and dump that drill and draw two more cards. So it's just, it's just a fantastic when you level, like it, it rewards you for leveling. And I like that in, with this mastery specifically, like, and orange. So what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Like you brought up the Z warrior specifically get a huge boost of this mastery. You can even make it like an aggro Yamcha version. And he would love having the, not only the anger, but making your next style thing free, you know, since he's only a two PR stuck in a bracket level one character you know so that's right. great for him i think krillin with angry high tech is pretty cool because you can mastery or possession drill so now that your mastery like you know if, if they don't have a, if they don't discard cards from your hand you can get possession drill 
pitch to get anger from your Krillin high tech. And you have a mastery that gives you anger as well. So that's pretty cool for him. Yeah. I, I just think that it's just the, just everything is fantastic. Like I, I love, I love this orange drill or not drill orange mastery. <laughs> mastery. And the touch upon also, since you brought up possession drill, Yoshi is really cool with retribution mastery. Cause when you level up to, to two, you bounce back your drill. Right. your hand and if you leveled up with the power you can get possession drill and you can pitch the master that i mean you can pitch the drill that you bounce back to your hand right automatically with, with the, the possession drill to get you know cash in for two cards right so um yeah i mean that uh do you want to talk about hercule like and the uproar that he has uh created <laughs> in the community well, well since we're since on the since we're the masteries do you want to go off School um, about conflict mastery. Then, since we did the other two, might as well do conflict mastery right now. Yeah, let's um, let's uh, let's go ahead and do that. Um, why don't, why don't you go ahead and read it? Do you have it up right now? Yeah. Yeah. So go for it. Black conflict mastery. Um, basically, your your um attacks that do at least four life cards of damage are considered critical damage. Yeah. So right there. It's, well, it's not a modifier, it's, it's simulating it, right? It's kind of a reverse modifier. It's basically simulating a modifier without actually speeding up your clock of decking someone. So I think, I, I thought it was a cute way to kind of get that in, right? Right. And still have it interact with stuff like defensive burst, basically any of the, you know, four life card energies, or, you know, stuff like that. Right. I just, it's... It's also nice too because it just it gets into the the effect of like it makes up for the the loss of um the loss of devious mastery so you basically you're you're still getting to keep your crit effect but now like you can still if you really want to you can still play um Krillin in black it's just not going to deal as much damage but you still get that crit effect if you want to get that crit effect so I just or like um, any of the Saiyans in black because they have assisted command as well with the mastery will crit. Right, right. I I just think that I I don't know. I just I like the mastery in the sense of like it, it's easier to crit, and then you get into the power, which is kind of this utility power too. Um, why don't you go ahead and talk about it a little bit, and then I'll I'll shine in my two two cents on it. Yeah. So the meat and potatoes is the actual activated power. Basically, discard a style card from your hand. Right. To have your MP gain six stages, or raise or lower a player's anger one level. Yeah, and that's so. Like we can compare that to perceptive because you know how that that one is similar, right? You you mill a card and you can gain stages or anger depending on the card you mill. So it's similar in that vein. Once again this mastery was going to have some sort of discord outlet similar to resolute. So you can, you know, have it work with the old black cards that do something when they're pitched from hand as well as new cards, obviously. So that was one thing that was always going to be part of this mastery, but it just, that's, I mean, the stages, that's a pretty huge chunk, right? That's more than half of your stages. I'll um, you pair it with someone like Vegeta because he loves stages to launch all his energy attacks. And the other part, the anger is really good. As people have already been talking about, just pitching something like command, that's a three anger burst right there, right? 
Yeah. And it has the other side of, well, since there's no protective, it kind of simulates the old power from protective. You can raise or lower a player's anger. Well, black is not really known for the anger control. It is something like there might be situations where you can mess with their leveling math because, you know, you can throw the anger one. So what right. are your thoughts on it, Dustin? Uh, I mean, I, I just, it, it's interesting and I can't wait to, to just try it out, you know, like, um, I'm not like a super huge black, um, player, but I like playing it, you know, as kind of a fun deck for me, I just like to screw around and like, you know, how, how badly can I troll somebody with this deck by just essentially attaching things like black capture and just sitting there and waiting for you to attack me and take away all your, your abilities out of your deck to get rid of black capture things like that and um this is just nice because it makes up for the fact that you can still use command in combat to gain like the three anger swing um you know i, th I think that's what you were talking about sorry i was i was kind of looking on facebook yeah. doing some stuff but yeah it's and like you can still still use corruption with it too um so it's just it, it's a nice nice little like nod to to devious in my opinion and it just gives you a little more utility of what um what what devious couldn't do for you like devious was like so straightforward in the sense of like okay i discard this you discard bottom two and then you discard a card from your hand and then everything gets plus one plus one which is you know that's a lot of effects for for one mastery and you know and that's why everybody everybody deems it the best mastery in the game um i've i don't think i disagree with that but um it, i mean it, it's a good mastery i don't think it's as broken as everybody thinks it is like there's ways to work around it you just have to play smart but um yeah i just i i like this because it it gives you um the ability to do things without without getting super like broken abilities essentially i i i don't know if a broken is the word i want to use but you know what i'm trying to say um yeah, yeah. It, it it's a more it, it doesn't give them a straight modifier but it simulates a modifier and the pitch effect isn't so much of where you get to take a card from them you're you're getting stages or anger so it, it feels it feels better if that makes sense yeah it's like yeah someone activated it's math three yeah so um yeah so should we get into hercule like uh I, yeah, that's okay. yeah we can we can briefly touch on it i don't want to go in too much because everyone has <laughs> there's always gonna be that mp that everyone has their their <laughs> yeah so um yeah just oh god like i i don't know about him yet i'm i'm kind of afraid of him because like I mean, I, I like the little nods to like him being just this big boastful talker with, um, with his like level his level one, which I just like. I was, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I was bad at work, and I was like looking at stuff when I was at work and should have been working. And I read over it real quick, like because I was paranoid that I was gonna get caught looking at it. And I was like, what did I just read that correctly? Plus 100 power stages for all his attacks. I'm like, that can't be right. That can't be true. And I, eventually when I got to sit down and read it, I'm like, oh, it says no modifiers can be <laughs> added to this card. So I was just like, oh, that's great. And then one of my friends is like, 
what if they ever took that off? Like the, the modifier things. I'm like, I don't think that's ever going to happen, dude. Like, that's just, that's too crazy. If they did that, like there, there would be no, no end to the bitching after that. So, but, um, his power level is, or his PR is one. He can't use energy attacks in his life deck, which is fantastic. I like that nod to like, he couldn't actually perform any energy attacks in the show. So he can't do it in the game. Uh, his power level goes from, you know, um, high to low. So he, his bracket at one above is 50 and his top stage is five. (laughs) And, uh, and he's still got the base zero, obviously. So he's in a bracket the whole time, but, um, yeah, his, his power levels are are kind of funky because, you know, a, like you said, he's a champ, so he boasts about it and B, he gets a lot of stomach aches. So his power level is always changing. Yeah. Um, his physical, his, his power is a physical attack. He gains five stages, which is good. Like against, if you're getting beat down, uh, you get to search your life deck for Hercules dynamite kick and place it into your hand. Damage is one stage. So not that great of an actual, like power power. But once you get into the dynamite kick, that's where the, uh, that's where the true, true, like, meat of this attack gets into. So I want to save that for the end once we've gone through all his powers. And then we'll come back and touch on how good of a card that is. Uh, let's go to his level two. Is uh, He's got two PUR. Uh, your named attacks cannot have their effects or damage modified by your effects. Your opponent's attacks deal minus three stages and minus three life cards of damage you cannot use effects with constant drills so you can't have constant drills but you can have regular drills um so you could try and fit him into orange if you wanted to with some some sort of like power like with possession or or whatnot uh he's got another physical attack it also lets you search your life deck for a dynamite kick again and place it in your hand and does two power stages of damage um, uh, yeah, so what do you think about that? I like the minus three, minus three is really nice with that. Yeah, so you get minus three, minus three, which is, is pretty solid for, you know, a song that's stuck A, right, I believe. Yeah. Um, you give up the stage gain from level one, but I guess it, it's, it's a trade-off for getting minus three, minus three. You can play constant drills, just when you're on level two, nothing happens with them, so. Yeah. But he will be annoying in like orange boats because with dynamite kicks, which we'll get into, and just you know, like defense drills with this like built in hiding drill quasi thing is pretty annoying. Yeah. Uh, his uh, level three, um, PUR three, uh, your opponent cannot use, parenthetical, your opponent cannot use effects that lower your MP one or more levels. So once you're at three, you're at three. So like, there's nothing they can, they can do to lower you a level, which is awesome. So, um, you're just at level three because you're Mr. Satan, you know, you're awesome. And, uh, his constant effect is your anger cannot be lowered by critical damage effects. So you can't be lowered that way either. All your attacks deal plus one stage of damage. Your damage modifiers are doubled. So essentially it's all your attacks do plus two stages of damage. Uh, and your name. I believe it's 
all damage modifiers and yeah, opponents, but right? yeah, but that's that's the big one is all your damage modifiers are doubled, so it's fantastic. Uh, that's why it's good in orange, like we were saying. Uh, your named attacks cannot have their damage modified and gain uh, hit raise your anger one, so you can't dynamite kick for a, a shit ton of damage. But that's that's. But it will get you anger, which is right. What you want. Right. Exactly. So let's go ahead and just kind of break this power down. Uh, this is a pretty sweet spot for him. Uh, all your your damage modifiers are doubled. Fantastic! Like there's nothing like having free extra damage. Like if you wanted to play adept with this, now your adept does plus two stages for all your your physical attacks, and that's just and then it's another plus two from his power. So essentially, you're your regular physical attacks are doing plus four stages of damage. Fantastic. Yeah, your non-dynamite non kicks. Right, your non-dynamite kicks. So, I mean, you can essentially just build this up into a powerhouse of physical attacks with orange, with the the base four drill. So you just, like, heal, throwing out base four plus all your modifiers. It's not... with With one or two drills out, it's very easy to get up to like 10 stages of damage with just a regular physical attack. So I like it in that sense. If you want to build this kind of funny, weird beat stack, you can, and you don't really have to use the dynamite kicks to attack unless you actually need them or you want to anger up and level. So, but that's just the way I see it. What do you think about it, Sean? Like you said, double all the fives, but, the drawback is your opponent basically gets a free plus two stages to all theirs, their attacks. Yeah. So hopefully they don't kill you with that. <laughs> um, like I said, his press text is pretty big deal. He's one of the few characters that protects itself from level down effects. So if you get to three, they can't, you know, be leveling down, which is a deal. Yeah. And like I said, it protects your anger from crit, so hopefully you can combo with dynamite kicks to four. Right. Yeah, so, like, it's just good, and, like, uh, and then his level 4 is, uh, all your attacks deal plus 2 life cards of damage, so, in his PUR, it's 4. Uh, whenever you use a name card, destroy the top card of your opponent's life deck, and lower each player's anger 1 level. So, um, we can just jump back and forth, let's, let's start off with this, the plus 2 life cards is really good. Let's get into Dynamite Kick, because this is where, like, you're going to get some of those effects where it's, like, this is where the time to play, like, Dynamite Kick is awesome. So, Dynamite Kick does uh, physical attack, uh, in parenthetical attack, uh, text. It says, if this card is discarded, destroyed, and or banished from your life deck, place it at the bottom of your life deck. So, this card cannot be destroyed, essentially. It cannot leave the game for any reason whatsoever. As long as it's in your deck. As long as it's in your deck. So, even if it gets hit with damage, right, It's it goes back to the bottom yeah, of your like deck? Yeah, that's the biggest thing everyone's talking about, because you can technically live forever with them. Yeah. Which we'll get into. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's a physical attack. This attack can't be stopped. Your MP gains two stages. Damage is one stage. On hit, which it does... Uh, this attack stays in play to be used a second, third, and a fourth time this combat. So, when you're throwing, uh, excuse me, when you're throwing this at level four, it's going to do 
two life cards, one stage of damage, and then you mill your opponent one every time you use the card. So, and, and then... Lower everyone's anger one. Yep, and then you lower everyone's anger one. So if you're worried that some that you race the four and your opponent is, like, in the tie with you for, like, anger, you're just going to set everybody's anger back to zero, essentially, with Dynamite Kick. And then you're going to put Dynamite Kick back at the bottom of the deck. So this is just a way to lock them in so they can't MPPV out, and then you just kind of slowly mill them to death if they're not playing Hercule. Um, Because if they're playing Hercule and they have Dynamite Kicks, this is just going to be a war of attrition. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's going to be whoever gets Dynamite Kicks, and then you're both going to be sitting... If both circles are playing dynamite kicks and balls, they can probably not each other. Yeah. Uh, I... The controversy right now is a parathetical text. Also, this attack shovels itself after... Uh, it shovels back into your deck after use, so... Yeah. Basically, the only way you can get rid of it is if it's in their hand and you, like, discard it. Or, like, combat ends while it's in their hand, so they have to discard it. Right. It's like the only way to kind of, like, get rid of them. Because yeah. If you if they play it, it's going to end up shuffling back into the deck. If it's in the deck and it gets knocked out by any way, it's going to go back to the deck. So that's where kind of, like, you know, people are not happy about or happy about or people don't like it. Either way, like, he has his people with the ball stack. He can live forever with them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I just... Think, uh, aside from living forever part of Dynamite Kick, like, like you brought up, level 4 is when you burn the Dynamite Kick to the Victor's And yeah. since we touched on it, there are ways to MPPV with it. Like, since we brought up Orange, you know, was it Examination Zero, right? Would actually net you. Yeah. Right, because you would, you would basically low, like, you get to choose the... Well, it's, uh... It only it only lowers you whenever you use a name card. Okay, um, so it's just whenever you play it once, it just lowers their anger once, right? So, and then you don't you don't get any more anger lowering, right? No, you, you get it for the extra time. You, you, you use the word "do not play," right? You're coming in pretty low, man. Can you can you say that again? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I level four. It says use, right? Not play. Right. You would get this power for it. This level four power would work on it if it's used. Yeah. Which are pretty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, and then uh, let's just let's go to his grand entrance event. Uh, Hercules grand entrance power. Use after your opponent performs a, an attack. Uh, search your life deck or discard pile for an ally and place it into play five stages above zero. Till the end of combat, that ally may make actions regardless of your MP's power stage. So, um, you can go get an ally, which Hercule has his ally, so I'm going to go ahead and read that real quick too. Uh, Jimmy Firecracker. Uh, Parenthetical text, if your MP is Hercule, you may use this power regardless of your MP's power stages. Uh, His power is a block, stops a physical or energy, and shuffles, uh, shuffles this card into your life deck after use. So essentially, with the the entrance, you can go, okay, you're attacking, okay, you're performing your attack, now I get to play this event as a reaction, I'm going to go get Jimmy Firecracker, I'm going to block your attack and shuffle Jimmy Firecracker back into the deck. So, 
it's just it's an interesting like chain of like combos. It's just like he goes and gets a meat shield to block uh, an attack for him, which is really funny. What do you think about that, Sean? Yeah, like you said, he has his own Omni block with Jimmy Firecracker. Um, it's a cool card. It's, it's very thematic with it, you know, the perk of Mr. Saiyan himself. I, I just, I really actually don't like the timing of the card. I just, I don't like the, the window it's played at, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, it's kind of cool because you can go get any ally too, so... Uh, that's nice, and then they can use an attack regardless of his, uh, power stages, so it goes, it teams nicely into, like, an ally attack deck, or, uh... Except that they can't include allies that have energy attack powers. Yeah. You have to keep them in mind. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, that, <laughs> ki- that kind of sucks, so, but, um, yeah, I mean, maybe there'll be some allies for him later, we'll see, but, yeah. Um, ugh, just that dynamite kick though. I'm, I'm so afraid. Some of the, the, the bigger players think that it's going to ruin the game and hurt it a lot. And like, cause I know like Phil McGrath has put his two cents in on it. Like, I don't remember what he said, but I know that he said that it's, it's not like a healthy card for the game environment. But I mean, that's, you know, cause like you guys can't play test every possibility, um, otherwise we'll never get a set, but you do have the power to tweak and modify and do things to cards so they're worded a certain way, um, and you have that power. So I think it's just going to be interesting to see how the environment's going to go once that card comes out, once these cards come out, and see what happens. Uh, what do you think about it, Sean? I don't want to... I don't want to get too much into it because it's a it's obviously a big topic. Right. But obviously, any character that can technically live forever, <laughs> yeah, not gonna be. It, it's gonna, yeah. People are not gonna like it, so we'll, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Okay, so that's pretty much it for our episode this week. Uh, we're finally back. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Podzi CCG, the Bartholomews there. Um, always fun hanging out with you guys. You guys should have named your last uh, episode uh, in San Gabriel uh, Big Trouble in Little China, like I suggested. I might steal that for this this episode, even though we didn't talk about any of it. No, I'm actually not going to steal it. Um, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Supreme, or um, what is it, Western Kai Podcast. They haven't done one in a while, so Buck, get on it. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh I want to say uh, rest in peace to um, Lance Dawson's store, uh, Top Card Collectibles. Unfortunately, it shut down, and uh, I'm really bummed about it, and so are the other guys. But the other guys who played there on a consistent basis, the locals there, moved to another shop. Uh, right, uh, It's like Legion or Legion's Cash or Collector's Legion, something like that. You'll, I'll look it up later, but... Um, if you want to get in contact with Paul Murillo, if you're down in that area, you can take a look or post on the California Kame House uh, part, uh, page on Facebook, and you could look it up that way too and get in contact with Paul. Um, yeah, so rest in peace, uh, Top Card Collectibles. I'm really bummed. Lance, you were a super cool dude. Uh, sad, sad that it had to happen that way and you had to close up shop. 
Um, I also want to shout out Forgotten Path Games, uh, the other Lance, uh, Lance Park and uh, Russ Park, who are going to have a regional in a couple weeks in Vacaville. Uh, I'll be attending that. So, well, Sean, are you going to be there? Um, hopefully. Yeah. So. Um, I, hopefully, I'll be there in Vegas. Yeah. So you've got two chances to meet, you know, yours truly, the best podcast in the world uh, here. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, world, right? yeah, that's pretty much it for my shout outs. What do you got, Sean? Um, like you said, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to do a big trouble in Little China episode. Talk about, the, you know, the SoCal regionals, which was in San Gabriel. Yeah. Um, you brought up the Bartholomews at, at SoCal. It was nice to see all of them. There's so many of them. Congrats <laughs> right. I, I, uh, Brandon, right? He made top eight. Uh, no, Jordan. Jordan made Jordan, top eight. Yeah. Jordan, sorry. Yeah. Too many. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive yeah. Me. Well, I mean, that's that's why they're eight. right. That's why they're classified as a clan because there's so many of them, you know. So. Yeah, I remember when they turned in their deck list, it was like all of them were like, wait. <laughs> and, how, many, and you, how many how many of these are <laughs> you're like, like they're, they're all the same deck <laughs> uh but, but um, yeah it was, uh, it, was, it was great it was also great just being at socal there were a couple people that came up and said they listened to podcasts which is just great that anyone would take you know their own personal time to listen to this wherever <laughs> it is i just appreciate you're you're willing to listen to us ramble so that was that was great and like like you brought up, hopefully I should be going to Vegas and NorCal, Vacaville. So yeah, um, I'll see, see you guys there. Yeah, come come tell us, come talk to us. We're not unapproachable. Come talk to us. We like to be talked to. Like uh, shout out to the guy who played me at Gen Con too. He told me he was like from Philadelphia or something like that, or uh, Pittsburgh or some some. Um, uh, some somewhere in um was it pennsylvania so i, I forgot know. yeah no i i don't remember it's been a while since we've done the podcast too it's, yeah if you guys if see dustin out of tournament talk to him after he loses that's like the best time to talk to him <laughs> you you distracted me in that one match too you jerk uh i i had to fix the game state the guy had a dragon ball in his discard pile what did you i, I couldn't no, I couldn't pretend not to see that. I was going to tell him in a second. You you just had to butt in there with your big fat judge butt and, and come in and just like... I'm like, sorry. If I see a Dragon Ball in the discard <laughs> pile, I have to say something. Uh, anyway, I can't blame you too much. It was kind of my fault too. Honestly, because like, he took life cards real quick and then I couldn't activate my drill and I was just like... I should have just been like, you, you got to wait for me to like... To tell you if I'm going to activate my drill or not, or my mastery or not, and yeah. so, but I was, I just let it slide, and then of course he blocked the next attack, which means I couldn't get a drill, which might have changed the the flow of the game actually. But you could have told him to hold on anyway. But yeah. Anyway, we're getting off topic, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, um, come talk to us. We're not unapproachable. We'd be happy to talk to you. Shout out to the guy from uh, Pennsylvania. I'm sorry I forgot your name. I know you're probably still listening. Uh, message me on the um, uh, the podcast page, the uh, California or the Comedy House podcast page, and I will shout you out properly next time. Um, and a couple days after this episode's uh, uploaded, we're gonna also 
bump the thread and put the card image right of the checkup drill right yeah um i plan on doing that like as soon as i post um as soon as i post this episode i might actually just put it up but um if not i might just wait like a day or two but yeah so if um yeah that's pretty much about it um come talk to us uh if we get enough people talking to us i'll probably actually eventually end up making t-shirts for people who listen to the podcast and come up and tell us or like you know if you like i said you have to come up and talk to dustin after he loses a round (laughs) in fact i'm i'm thinking like if you come and beat sean at the tournament you get i'll write your name down and i'll give you a t-shirt when they come out up to the first 10 people so so the first 10 people who beat sean huh well, if you make a play mat, you can play with it. Oh, uh, that's true. Well, on the page, I'll put up a poll. Tell me what you want more, play mat or a t-shirt. And then if you play Sean, the first 10 people, I will write your da- name down. And as soon as we make play mats, you will get a play mat from me. I will ship it out to you um, or bring it to you if you live in California somewhere and I see you at a tournament. But remember, you got to beat Sean. You can't just allow him to like walk all over you. So... You know, make sure, like, you really rub it in, too, when you beat him, because he loves that kind of stuff. Like, he loves he loves <laughs> the pain and torture. But, uh, anyway, we're, we're kind of getting off topic and really going on. Did you want to put anything else in? Any rebuttal to that, Sean? No, that's fine. Okay. So, we'll hopefully see you, uh, see you guys at Vegas or Vacaville, and uh, that's it from the Kami House, and we'll catch you next time.